Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. do 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 It's not up. You got to turn it up. Fuck. It's not a good one. <laughs> what did you want? Let me try another. Stop. Touch it. It'll stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was not really the vibe I was looking for. Maybe I'll find the clap.
I think it's the first one. Oh, shit. a new theme song hell yeah okay <laughs> well that did not hit the way i thought it was i was trying to find the applause one or the sparkly but you know it's fine we were here and it, it is what it is welcome back to don't blame me we are an advice podcast and like that would suggest we give advice here life-changing wonderful amazing advice and we are certified freaks <laughs> seven days a week mm-hmm. wet ass pussy make that pussy game, game week i love that line i do too i just I, oh so good so good <laughs> um i am megan and i'm joined by my co-host melissa hello i just realized my toes are showing and i don't like other people seeing my feet Hold on. I undersold you. You're not just the co-host. You're also the producer. And the reason why anything happens. Sorry, I had to get my insecurities out the way. Do you have weird feet or you just don't like... You know I don't... Uh, I, I know don't you like don't pe- like that, but like, do you, I don't remember if you have weird looking feet. They've been out this whole time for you, but they were down lower. Um, They look like sausages. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do we call them? Little Venus sausages. sausages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have really long I'm, toes. Well, yeah, they're finger toes. I can pick things up with my feet. I know, and I've heard that's actually a pretty good market for like foot fetish things. But again, I do think someone did. Ma- you. <laughs> yeah, that it would fall into that because I have right nouns. Someone did make a great point though that they were like, make that fucking money, like mm-hmm. make it. Yeah, I was like, maybe I should because I mean, like the thing is, is that. If someone is into that, then this is their healthy way of getting it out, you know? Yeah. And I also think that I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, what if some, like, yeah, it's not my responsibility Mm-mm. to like, I'm not like one of those people who like, that is like a really like thing that is like, not like some people will like use those like, um, deep fake and, um, AI kind of like filters and stuff to like make them look like children. And I'm like, yes. no, that's yeah. not okay. I know that woman that was on. Um, there's one woman that people talk yeah. about all the time on TikTok. Yeah, that's what I heard the, about it. There's from. that other woman that was like a like the most popular like Chinese gamer, and her it glitched one day. Oh, and I think she was you like a 50 year old woman, and then she lost everything. <gasps> I'm sure she still had like a bank, a fat bank account, yeah. but she lost like all her followers and everything that's fucked yeah in some ways yes it's fucked. was it but sexual i it's like the thing where like she was the hot woman the hot like gamer that like people would watch but also it's like she also lied to people so i think people felt betrayed i mean like I, there's two i'm sure things. they get betra- two- yeah i'm like i'm kind of in the the camp of like you want to fucking profit off of like misogyny yeah. and beauty standards fucking go for it but yeah. like you just can't do it if you're like if it's falling into like pedophilia yeah. like like making your face look like a child yeah hers was like maybe 18 oh yeah no then that's yeah. that's that's a hard pass for me yeah that has nothing to do with our <laughs> podcast <laughs> at all 
um, we give advice and hey, maybe you, maybe you need advice about that. Who knows? If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You got to keep it under three minutes. Let us know your pronouns. And we ask that you write everything down, practice, time it out to make sure it's under three minutes. See that you're not leaving out any important information. We do not need to know if you are an Aries, but we do need to know how old you are and all of the relevant and important details of the call. 18 or over, have your parents' permission? I'm not sure if I already said that. Anything else that I'd say in this little part? No, I think you're good. Okay. Well, what's new with you? You said there, the last time you, were, you said there was something you were upset for the other episode. That wasn't English, but do you get what I'm saying? Yep. Okay. So, you know how we, like, make, like, uh, think that the people that le- that leave negative comments on the podcast app are people that got triggered from another call? Oh, the negative reviews. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, here we go. Oh, my God. Hi. How do I miss all these messages? Because you don't look, I guess. I feel like I do. Hi, I don't know if you'll ever see this, but I just have to put it out there. I used to listen to your podcast all the time and I was dating someone for five years. You two always said to break up with your man whenever there was hesitation about not growing. I remember you played an audio of a girl screaming that she broke up with her long-term boyfriend and she was literally yelling about how happy she was. <laughs> I love that one. I stopped listening because I hated the rea- the reality of it. Your advice helped me break up with him after five years. I now live in London and I am living my best single life. So break up with your man, ladies. Again, thanks so much. Now I'm the girl screaming in the phone. You two are so wise. Oh, that makes me so happy. I'm so happy for that. So like she got triggered by a call. Yeah. So we have an update um, from a caller who has called us before. I think you'll be excited about this one. I won't lie. I was a little nervous. See, I she sent an outline before of what everything that happened, so I had already read it, so I wasn't nervous. I was also just nervous that she might be, like, mad at us. Yeah, that's why I read it. <laughs> Usually I don't read them, but I thought she might be mad at us, so that's why I read it. She wasn't. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Or she lied to us and said she wasn't. I don't think she was. I don't think so. Okay, roll the tapes. Okay, um, I was the caller who uh, slept with my lawyer's ex-husband. Um, so I guess the update was um, I haven't spoken to him since. He's reached out like a couple times. Um, and the first time I just said I was busy. And then the second time um, I just didn't respond. And yeah, I don't, nothing really has come of it so far. Um, my parents know that I, my license was suspended and I have no idea how they found out. <laughs> so I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that's all that's happened so far. Oh, so you think that maybe he, like someone did end up telling your parents? Yeah, I imagine that would have been my lawyer, but um, yeah, that I have no idea how he law. found out. No, that does seem against the law. Mm. Have you talked, is it like, has things been weird between you and her since? I haven't spoken to her. Um, it was her assistant that called me and told me the case was dismissed. Um, so I haven't even like, I haven't ran into her or anything. Mm, damn. Plot thickens. Now I wonder if she does know. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think so. 
I hope not. Um, I feel like, if, I don't know if my parents knew that, like I'd be locked away somewhere. I think. How old are you? But I'm 24. Okay. Well, cause I'm trying to think if there would be a way, are you still on your parents' insurance? I am under my mom's and that's why I'm kind of confused that they didn't know before because yeah, like now everything is wiped off of my record. Um, but like this time last year, it would have been there. So, um, yeah. Oh, and the DUS, um, I got it because I had a seatbelt ticket. Um, it wasn't from like a DUI or anything. Okay. So that's how it all like started. Wait, so a seatbelt, you got a seatbelt ticket. I'm just curious, like, how okay. does it, like, you got a seatbelt ticket and then, because I've only ever heard of like suspended licenses for like drinking. So like, do you get like a ticket and then like, if you don't pay it, you like get suspended? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I thought it only came from drinking too. So that's kind of why I didn't know my license was suspended. Um, oh, what shit. happened was I've actually had a story Jan- like this. What? I actually have a story like this, but keep going. Oh, okay. damn. Um, January last year, I got pulled over for not wearing my seatbelt. And the way the officer like worded it, he made it sound like it was like a warning. So I didn't pay anything until I got something in the mail that said my ticket was late. So then I went online and I paid it. Still didn't know by, that by like it being late, it suspended my license. And so I was also supposed to call and reinstate it. So I have purchased and registered a new vehicle. Since then, I have had a background check for a new job. I've changed my address um, like on the DMV website when I moved into this place. And it never came up until like I got pulled over back in May. Oh my God. That gives me so much anxiety. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Also, I would like to apologize for, I, I basically, I don't know if I said it, like my thought process in the call, I was like, there's such a slim chance that it was like a fluke of the system, but you were a fluke of the system. I apologize for thinking you weren't a fluke no. of the system. And I also apologize because when I turned 22, so I had, mm-hmm. no, actually it would have been my 23rd birthday. So I got pulled over for speeding, going to work. I was going like 90 and a 70. Um, and mm-hmm. I mailed in the money for my ticket and they lost it and I never knew that they lost it and so it never got there so then for my 22nd birthday I was going to renew my license because I was when it expired and Mm. they're like your license is suspended you can't so I'd been driving a whole year with on a suspended license and I didn't even know it and so um I had to go to the courthouse pay like $600 or something and then go get my license renewed but this all happened on my birthday dude fuck that yeah wow that like sucks yeah (laughs) luckily my uh reinstatement fee was only like $50 like had I known it was suspended I would have fixed it immediately so it just kind of sucked yeah yeah you know, I, 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 how do you feel about like the, the hooking up with him now? Like now that the dust has settled even, even more than just like the 24 hours later realization, you're like, shit. Um, I'm still like, every time I think of it, I'm still stressed. Like I, like, I just feel so I'm not, it's not my MO to be very like messy. Like the whole phase and everything is very fun, but I'm usually like not causing problems. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So that was kind of a, it's just I don't know how people can like cheat and like do like just I mean it just feels awful so it sucks but like I mean it happened and I like I think the worst part is I can't really change anything that I did I just have to kind of like deal with whatever comes my way well I mean I also think that like 
like everyone is going to like do some shit that we're like embarrassed by or that we like don't if we could like do over again we would we would we would change it or anything like that but like the only thing we can do afterwards is be like I don't know. It's kind of like touching something that it's hot being like, Oh, that is hotter than I thought it was. Damn. I shouldn't have done that. Well, I'm not going to do that the next time. Mm-hmm. And like, we yeah. all have to like learn, <laughs> we all learn those kinds of like lessons and ways. Like I, I have done some like stupid, messy kind of shit. And like, you know, the older you get, or just as time goes on, you're like, Ooh, yeah. wish I <laughs> wish I didn't do that. But to be fair, at certain points, it's like, well, maybe if I didn't do that, I would have done something else. And like, mm-hmm. I can like learn how to, you know, not do this kind of thing again. And it will hopefully most likely prevent um, from more mess. And we all, we all have, we all have messy moments. Right. It happens to the best of us. Well, thank you for giving us the update. I, I would like to, again, apologize for assuming that you had like gotten a DUI or anything like that. That was just my ignorance of like the law <laughs> and like understanding <laughs> how it works um I don't blame you I like I didn't mean to like brush over the detail of it it was more like I was explaining the connection yeah. to like the whole situation mm-hmm. but I would have assumed I assumed the same thing like when she told me my license was suspended I was like how <laughs> did I, I get a DUI that I don't remember <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> oh, well thank you so much for giving the update and everything and I am forgive yourself like really forgive yourself in this situation because I don't even think it's necessarily like something you I mean I guess forgiving yourself is the right word but just like it was a lesson learned that happened to have like a penis attached to it you know <laughs> like yeah got a lot of those <laughs> yeah sometimes that just like happen we've all we've all learned a lesson with a penis attached yep <laughs> cool well thank you thank so much you. yes thank you have a good one bye you too <laughs> bye and we are back we didn't go anywhere well we're wearing different clothes Oh, we are. Did you change? Yeah. I had on another black shirt. And yeah, it was like, sleeves. Oh, it didn't for... have sleeves. It had a little collar. It was button up. Mm-hmm. 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 Big changes over here <laughs> in this household. Um, great. I, I'm happy, happy to, uh, to, uh, hear that also that got dropped and she doesn't have to, the case got dismissed and all that. Yeah. And I'm also happy that we were wrong. Me too. You know? And I'm mad at myself for not thinking about my own instance when that happened to me. That's so funny. Well, sometimes those things just like bury and like, hey, it that's- was terrible. It was like my worst birthday. And my friends had like thrown me a surprise party, but I never came because I was dealing with all that stuff. And I was like, why didn't y'all tell my sisters? Because then they would have known because they like. Yeah, that would make sense to tell. Like you had a surprise party, but didn't invite my sisters. So yeah, it's that's pretty fucked up surprise party. In yeah, it's a good thing you didn't yeah. go fuck them, people. <laughs> well, first call. Hi, um, my name is. I'm 18, and I go by she/her pronouns. And really, I'm just looking for general advice. Um, so for context, as is the case with many girls my age, you know, I've had crushes before. I've had many guys who like me back, et cetera, but not much came from it, mainly because, you know, throughout high school, I've been super busy and also because I'm a little nervous at the thought of hanging out with a guy alone, which is a whole other thing. If you guys had advice for it would be great, but not the main reason I'm calling. So as I said before, I've never really done anything before with a guy, never even had my first kiss or held hands. So Definitely objectively, like, super inexperienced and innocent, I would say. 
But I recently turned 18 a few months ago. And because of, you know, boredom caused by the pandemic, I decided to download Tinder because, you know, why not? And I think the main thing I got from it is, one, there are a lot of hot guys around me. And two, it's pretty easy as a girl, from my experience, to find a guy who's willing to hook up. Right. And like, obviously, I'm 18. I've thought about losing my virginity and having my first kiss and everything before. But I just don't know when the right time is, you know? Like, I'm not super obsessed with the concept of the virginity and that I don't think it will fundamentally change who I am. But my philosophy is that since it's the first time I'm doing something, it should be under good circumstances and overall enjoyable because I'll probably remember it forever and don't want it to be a bad memory. Um, but like I've met people on Tinder that I feel like I'd be happy going out with and, you know, seeing where things go. But since you guys have a, a lot more life and relationship experience than me, I was just wondering whether you guys think, you know, with everything you guys know now at your age, whether you think I'll regret having my first kids or like losing my opportunity to some Tinder guy I might never see again versus a boyfriend. Um, but really, I guess in summary, I would just love any advice on how to know when the right time is for not only like losing my virginity, but also like first kiss and other milestones. Thank you guys. I just thought about the fact like the girl, one of these girls that I cheered with, she like had a kid when we were in high school. And that kid right now is 18 years old. So <laughs> I could be old enough to be the caller's mom. Wow. I I would not be old enough. No, 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 no. I do feel old. I agree with you that, you know, Tinder is easy to find. You can hook up with, You it's pretty easy to find somebody to hook up with on Tinder. Um, I just, why do you want to lose your virginity? Just to do it, just to get it over with? Um, I think that, also, you don't, you will not remember, like, yeah, barely remember. I, I, as someone who I was saying this while the call was playing to Melissa, like, I had sex for the first time, lost my virginity to like my high school boyfriend who I was like deeply in love with. And the most I remember about the situation was that Sydney almost walked in on us. Like, I have more of a memory of me and Sydney laughing about it afterwards than like him sticking his dick in me yeah, for the first like, time. Like, I hardly remember it. I have to think, like, really think about it to even remember. Yeah. So, um, I think people put a lot of, like, emphasis on virginity and what it is. And, I mean, you even said you were innocent, like, what it stands for. And I think that you shouldn't... First of all, you're 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 scared to even be alone with a boy. So I don't even think virginity, like, quote unquote, losing your virginity. Yeah, sexy time is, that's like for, further down the road. Like, yeah. you're not even comfortable being alone. So don't think about having sex for the first time. Just think about talking to a guy if that's what you want. Yeah. I mean, I think that like, I think there's no quote unquote right way to do this. Mm -hmm. I think it like changes for every single person. Um, I would, the only universal thing that I would say is like separate your first kiss from the first time you have sex. Because like, I, I don't think those should be the same time. I don't what, think, about, what about those people that are like on those sh shows I where can't. they've never done anything with their 
and they kiss for the first time during the wedding ceremony i mean i personally as someone who was attending the wedding i would not like to see that it's always so much tongue so much tongue that that's just outside of the bounds i don't i the fact when i can see two people's tongue (laughs) disgusting (laughs) but um yeah separating the first kiss from the first time you have sex and then the thing i would say is like i've had conversations with friends um you know, since high school, like about this subject specifically. And you have to figure out what you, what the end goal and what you want is. Because I think like, yes, like you, it should be like a comfortable, safe situation the first time. But what do you picture? What, what for you afterwards are you going to need? Because I have friends who like did the whole, like, I want to get it over with. And I have friends who are like, no, I want to wait until I, or like wanted to wait until they were in a relationship. And then there are people who like think they kind of fallen in between those things. But most of the time you do fall into either one of those. You just have to be really honest with yourself. So like my friends who were like, I just want to get it over with. It was, they would hook up. They like found a guy at a party that they were at like college weekend. Some guy, they like didn't know their name, like was never going to talk to them ever again. And just like wanted to be done. Then came back or like over a summer at like camp with someone, but it was like, I just want to get it done. And like, I'm great. Perfect. Awesome. So there's no expectations for like, are they going to call me afterwards? Like, or whatever. Like that was like, they didn't want that. Like you have to think of what you want after it happens. And I think if you want, Oh, I want that person. Like I don't want to like never speak to them again. Like I don't want it to be like this complete, like after we do that, we never talk ever again. Then you have to talk with yourself a little bit longer. And it's like, okay, well, do I want to date that person afterwards? Or would I be okay then just becoming friends with them afterwards? And like whatever, blah, 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 all of that kind of stuff. And I think that that's, that's kind of where the choice is, is like you have to unpack more of what you want And I take away, like, not thinking about, like, the actual act of it all, because regardless of who you have sex with, it's (laughs) first time being pretty, pretty much the same across the same across the board. But it's what do you want after the fact? How do you want this relationship with this person to be afterwards? And if there is, and if you don't want to never see them ever again, then my advice is wait until you're in a relationship. Yeah. But also... Unless you're going to just, like, have sex in the front of people. She's not even comfortable being alone with the guy. Well, no. no, So, I think, like, for that advice, I think maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be the guy that you're going to have sex with. But, like, maybe go on some group dates with some guys, like, with your friend. You guys double date or something and hang out. And become comfortable that way and then do some one-on-one hanging out and it just and also being in the pandemic like social skills are off as they are anyway so yeah my biggest piece of advice for people who have not who like who are dating who have like not had sex yet who aren't um waiting till they're married to have sex and aren't like looking for other people who are also waiting till they're married to have sex but just happen to have not had sex yet and are looking to do that um in a relationship is being upfront and honest it will not i don't want to say the term scare off but like the only people it will rule out and turn away are the people who 
we're going to have sex with you and then never call you again. That's it. Like there, I have plenty of friends of all genders who've had, who have been other people's first times and were like, it wasn't like a, oh, I'm not going to do that. The only time it's, I'm not going to do that is because I know I'm not, I'm not going to call that person back. Like I know I'm not. So it, it does rule itself out in a way with that. Um, but I think, yeah, I also think that like, this is so, you, th- there's so many, like, like the, the whole, like you said, holding hands, kissing, like, all of those things. You have all of those like firsts to come. And like Melissa said, if you're not even comfortable being alone on a date with someone, I don't think that you are the person who's trying to just get it over with. Mm-hmm. So I think that like meeting someone, getting to be comfortable with them, and then any of the intimacy stuff that happens on its own schedule and at its own pace, like with that person. But there needs to it needs, I think for you, you need to be with someone who you feel comfortable with with your clothes on before you're comfortable naked with them inside you. Mm-hmm. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us you are listeners in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my 
I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards 
And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that I was like sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I just want to start off by saying I love your show and I listen to it every single week. I'm 26. My husband, oh my gosh. I'm 23. My husband's 26 and we have a two and a half year old son and another one on the way. My question is, how do I go about asking my husband for him to get a vasectomy when He's really scared of needles and shots to begin with, and asking him to go through a major surgery is, a, like, a huge ask. So I just want to know your thoughts on that, and if there's any other opinions or advice you could give, that would be great. Thank you. Bye. Just to clarify, I think if you haven't, like, this is a very weird specific one to watch. I would watch this before, but like Rhett and Link of Good Mythical Morning did a video of them getting vasectomies. It is not only hilarious and super enjoyable, but it shows vasectomies are categorically from also from Google, um, a minor procedure, not a major procedure. They're done like in a doctor's office or one of those outpatient things, like 30 minutes, you're awake when it happens. Like it's real, real, real fast. And I think the question is for your husband, <laughs> would you rather have a vasectomy or what is scarier, a vasectomy or having a million children? What if he wants more kids? Then he should find a way to carry them and to feed them 
and he can keep them in his side of the home. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he can have the, he can have another wife that he has those like, like, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I just think that like, no offense to him. Like I get it. Shot. You're afraid you, you really can't handle Mm-mm. shots and needles. Mm-mm. I do it. But like the, I think the, the main thing is that they haven't even had this conversation about, does he want to get a vasectomy though? Cause you yeah. can't force anybody to get a no, procedure no. that they don't want. So I think it's like going about like even bringing it up in conversation minus needles and everything. Okay. Then I would say, Hey babe, um, I've decided that I'm done having kids after this baby. I would, um, I, I would really appreciate, and I think we should go talk to your doctor about you getting a vasectomy. Yep. And then I don't want that. I'm so afraid of needles. Okay. Um, I'm going to be closed for business then. And we are never having sex. All right. I'm out. You're going to get a vasectomy? No, I'm out. You're this out marriage. of this marriage. <laughs> okay. Fuck you, Brad. No. Okay. Let's talk to the doctor. Let's have a conversation with the doctor. Great. Perfect. I think the keywords here are you are done having kids. I don't think this is a hi, babe. How are you feeling? Like, no, <laughs> he's not the one carrying these children. Like, if you are done having kids, like, if you are done being pregnant, or at least having kids with him. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> if you are done being pregnant, you are done. And that's not a conversation that needs to be like approved with your part. It doesn't even be approved with anybody. It doesn't even prove with your fucking partner. It doesn't even need to be approved with your doctor. Like, if you are done having fucking kids, if you are done being pregnant, you are done. You are done. Mm-hmm. You are done. And it's not up for debate. So um, I think w- my strategy would be like, I wouldn't even mention the fucking needles. I wouldn't mention any of that because <laughs> this is so fucked up. And this is what would, would have been my response in this situation. If he brought up like, I'm really afraid of needles. I would just like look him dead in the eyes, go, I shoved a watermelon out of my pussy, ripped it to my asshole, had to clean it with a spray bottle. My tits are to my waistline. I haven't slept in months and my shoe, my feet don't fit into any of my fucking shoes. I have back pain and my child and our child like fractured my pelvis. Yeah, I just, I agree. But I just like just want to emphasize it's still his choice. It's totally 100% his choice. But I just think that like I would hope that he would in his response to it would be like either A, I totally understand her and what she's saying. I've got this needle thing. I'm going to have to, I'm Mm going to, I'll take, I'll do some meditation stuff. I'm not going to put that on her and make her feel like this is something like to feel guilty for anything. Like if anything, like she, her bot, she's put her body through so much and like, I can work through this and do all of that kind of stuff. But I think if you bring it up, it's kind of one of those things that's like, I think they, I, yeah, I think the first question, I mean, conversation needs to be about 
do we want to have more kids or not? Like if they haven't had that baseline conversation, then yeah, that's where it needs to start. But I think if she doesn't want to have more kids, if she does, I know, but I, it's oh, still telling him, like, yeah, hey, like, I don't hey, want hey, to have more kids. Like you need to get a vasectomy that is then like, maybe it's, I don't want to have more kids. Let's like, uh, I'm going to talk as soon as I'm done with, as soon as we're done with this pregnancy, I'm, let's, let's go to our doctor and talk about birth control. Like, let's talk about our options mm-hmm. and keeping it open in that. Mm-hmm. Because I also think that, like, if you don't want to be on birth control... You don't want to have a hysterectomy. Which is a major... That's a major surgery. Yeah, but, like, a lot of times if you're done having kids, they'll just do it while you're already open. Like, when you have the baby. I think you only... Have, I thought you only do it in the C-section. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, oh, yeah. But yeah. not if you're having... Delivering vaginal. No, no, no. Um, But... Yeah, I think that like then you pose all of the options, but I think if you don't want to take birth control or hormonal kind of stuff, and y'all don't want to use condoms. Well, I was going to say then then the next thing is condoms. Mm-hmm. And so like there is like a a give and take on both sides of this. And if he's not comfortable getting a vasectomy, then you both need to be okay with condoms. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time like then understanding that there is like a risk that I think it's still, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's almost the less. same as it would be with the vasectomy. Yeah. But it's, there's less user. It's a user error yeah. versus like, um, no statistic. Leakage. Like, yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. That's what it is. <laughs> Gross. But yeah, I, I would hope that your husband, um, wouldn't like guilt trip you about this. But I think the thing is like, yeah, that's the other only other like option. It's either like, okay, if you don't want to get a vasectomy, then we're gonna use condoms. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be okay with like all of the parties. Yeah. Because if you don't want to have more kids and I mean, like there's a compromise in here. Mm-hmm. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I love your show so much. Um, but I have something that's been stressing me out and I would love to hear an outsider's perspective and get your advice. For background, I'm a 20-year-old Leo. I identify with she, her, and my best friend is also a 20-year-old Virgo who identifies with she, her as well. My boyfriend is a 26-year-old Gemini who identifies with he, him. Um, My boyfriend's best friend's mother, um, she passed away about a year ago. They were really close, and he's been saying that they were going to have a funeral for her for months now. Um, his family is really unorganized and he doesn't have any other parents or siblings to help him out. So it's just like him and an uncle trying to plan a whole funeral. Um, he is my boyfriend's best friend, but we've gotten really close over the years and we would consider each other like really close friends, if not best friends as well. Um, but my boyfriend, sorry, wow, my best friend, she is turning 21 in September and we've been super pumped for this for years now. Um, and it's already all planned out and it's like months away. Um, so I've had it on my calendar for a while. Her party's going to be spending like five days on a house though. And I'm really excited. Flash forward to today. My boyfriend's best friend's mom's funeral has been scheduled during the same time that my best friend's birthday is. Um, since it's on a houseboat, there's really no option to like go to both. Um, I told my boyfriend I was already planning to go to my friend's 21st that week and I can't go to the funeral and he's really upset with me. 
that I would choose to go to a party over our close friend's funeral. Um, and he's just upset that I won't be there for our friend. I wanted to see if there was an obvious answer. It's really important to me to be in both places, but um, I would almost, I don't know, rather go to my friend's 21st birthday, but I see why he's really upset. Um, he's telling me that I knew that this was coming and I shouldn't have made plans, but even so, is a 21st birthday a valid reason to, sorry, is a 21st birthday a valid reason to miss a close friend's mom's funeral? I would love to hear your thoughts and advice. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Are we going to have different thoughts? We might. I think we, I think based on your hand gestures, we are. You should go first because one's going to be mean. Then shouldn't you go first? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That's what I mean. We should end up. Here's my thing. They've had months to plan this funeral. I don't care how unorganized you are. Like, I've unfortunately been to several funerals in my lifetime. And a funeral should only take, like, days to plan. I understand we were in a pandemic. But, like, he's t- he tells you that, like, you should have known that the funeral was coming. You didn't know when they were going to plan this. Like, your best friend's birthday has doesn't change. Um, I agree with you on that point. Okay. Yeah. It, like, it doesn't change, but like, I, I would go to the party because, again, they've had months to plan. And then I don't understand why it took that long. I think it took so, because it's, he's 20. So depending on like when it happened, he's either like 19 or 20 planning it. And no but other his uncle was helping. That's it, though. No other fan. I've like, but I guess it depends on like that's if him and his uncle are planning it, or like he's planning it. The only other living relative he has is his uncle, so like maybe his uncle is helping, but we're unsure. <laughs> but if you're doing a funeral, like you go to a f- funeral home, they plan everything. Yeah, you just have to show up. Yeah, I mean, I I can imagine it being pretty hard as like a young person who was probably in school at the time too that like i don't know maybe it was like maybe there was like a long time period of like something with i don't know how the person passed away but like with remains and body and that kind of stuff could be like difficult in that sense i i agree in that like to assume that like you're not going to make any plans ever until this thing happens without kind of like a spitball of like, I think it will do it in like September. Um, then I think it's like, okay, I have a thing this weekend, but like, and whatever. But like, I think that, yeah, to assume that like, you're not going to make any plans until it happens. I think that is preposterous and like not going to happen. I feel like, but also like on top of that, if it's taking that long to plan, and you're as close as you say you are, then, like, why didn't they run dates past everyone? I would rather go to the birthday party. I totally see that, and I totally agree with that. Um, But I think who is going to miss your absence more and who is going to, like, be more affected by your presence there and who really, like, needs you more in the situation? 
because the way you've described it is like you basically said they're both these two people are your best friends like you said he is we've gotten incredibly close i would even consider him like a best friend i think you have to kind of ask yourself if the roles were switched if it was your other best friend like is it the fact that like you don't you would just rather go do something more fun and like a party aspect of it or is it like yeah i don't know i i would i think it sucks and i know that it's a houseboat but i do think that like houseboats are usually docked somewhere and they're not like riding around the entire time yeah but they might not be close to the coast you know like yeah and take a couple hours yeah but i mean take your boyfriend out of the picture how do you feel telling your friend i'm sorry i'm not going to be able to come to your mom's funeral and then you're posting on instagram of being like on a house boat for like a 21st birthday like take your boyfriend's opinion out of it and all of that and like make it be like you and your friend and you have to tell him and like not reta- like tell your boyfriend to tell him and then make whatever choice feels right to you. See, for me, it's like he's already had all this time to mourn. This is just like the final goodbye. And it's like, if he really wanted me there, then you should have asked the date. Well, I think if that's I, why they need to have a conversation. It can't be yeah. through your boyfriend. If I if I ha- had like waited months after, let's say my mom died, and I wouldn't ex- and I wouldn't expect people to put their lives on hold. If she already had this planned and she's had it planned for a while, then I would be like, I understand. Yeah, but I think that's like I also think there's a high chance that like again because it has been so far in advance and like he didn't clear the dates with anyone mm-hmm. that like. It's an automatic assumption that everyone's going to be able to come, especially if like you want someone to come, you would have cleared the dates with that person. But I think that's why you have to have talked to him and not your boyfriend, because it might just be and be like, you can say like, hey, um, whatever your boyfriend's name told me that the funeral is planned for this weekend. Um, I don't know if he told you that's like the one weekend I have uh, a, a, another thing that I'm like a, a one of my friends like thing we're going away for a weekend. And I obviously like really, really want to be at your mom's funeral. And if you really need me there, I can cancel that. But I just want to like check in with you and like, see, see, see where you're at. Like if like, cause I think like, does it suck that you're basically saying like, if you need me there, I'll be there. But like, I think that, I think there's a high likelihood that like, he's assuming not everyone's going to be able to come. I think that like for me, the only way I would be able to go to like the party over the funeral is if I had a conversation with them. They're like, oh, my God, you're fine. Like, yeah, do yeah, not worry. Yeah, I'm not saying no, don't no, but, go without a conversation. But. I think, But I think that like that's and you can you can read it in the situation yourself that like. I think if there's any sort of hesitancy or anything like that, I don't think there's any way you're going to feel morally OK going. But you have to have that conversation because right now it's being like told to you through your boyfriend and like it's just not it doesn't have the same kind of like you can't read the situation the same way or anything like that because i think your boyfriend also might be projecting like what he would want in that situation mm-hmm. but yeah you have to have you have to have that conversation i would send if you don't go i would send flowers for the funeral yeah and i would send a sweet nice long message to your friend and be like if you want to call me later tonight i'm around like i'm available and i wouldn't post 
things of you being on the houseboat. Cause even if he's like totally cool with it and it's fine. Um, it is pretty hard when you're having like a really, you know, when you have like those really big grief moments in your life and then you see everybody else acting normal, which is valid and fair, but it, no matter any pre-existing conversation you have with them, like it can feel pretty shitty. Mm -hmm. Hi, Megan. I'm 24. I started binging your podcast a little while ago and I decided that I needed to call in. Um, In 2018, uh, in March, I ran into my dad at the Walmart and I saw him buying condoms. And I thought that was odd since I knew he had a vasectomy and I knew that he was with my mom and they were happy. So why would he be buying condoms? Uh, fast forward another year, turns out I found out that he had been cheating on my mom with some woman in Brazil. He traveled a lot for work and had met her on travel. I confronted my dad. He said that they were in an open relationship and everything was fine. And I was like, all right, cool. Never said anything to my mom. Fast forward another year, pandemic hit, March of 2020, and I was living at home again and I was able to see everything a little too closely. And I noticed that my dad was spending a lot of time away from the family, not really wanting to do things with the family. I then went on his phone again and confirmed again that he was still speaking to this woman. In uh, August of 2020, he went on a month-long trip to Spain and Italy and another place. And when he came back, he said that he was going to book a flight to Brazil for it kiting vacation and he actually did book the flight and was actually going to leave barely a week after coming home and you know not spending time with his family and that's when I confronted to my mom about the other woman and she was not at all happy about it and so they started fighting and trying to work things out and my relationship with everybody got kind of shoved under the back burner and I'm to a point where I feel as though my feelings are just not validated or invalid because they are trying to move on and they're trying to move forward. And I just was left on the back burner, essentially. I never got to talk to my dad really about how I truly felt. I never really explained or expressed to my mom about how I really felt. And when I tried to, she would just kind of devaluate like, or devalue how I was feeling. And I just wasn't feeling heard or listened to or like the upset and hurt that I was feeling was in line with how they were feeling like it wasn't generally happening to me like I wasn't the one being cheated on so I shouldn't be as upset even though my father lied to me twice multiple times actually more than twice about this other woman and I feel hurt I feel lost and at this point I want to just cut my parents completely out of my life and I know that's not the best thing to do. Um, so I could use some advice. Thanks. Holy tits. This is a lot. <laughs> I can't even imagine running into, like, running into your dad buying condoms. Gross. Disgusting. Also my dad's like, both of our, well, your dad's older, but we have old dads, so. I, I wouldn't even ask. <laughs> No, just like okay. I'm just pretend I wouldn't see him. Like it's like a teacher you see like out of school, and I, it's like most places where you get condoms too. There, somebody has to come open the glass thing. Stop. <laughs> I would be so. I can't. I can't. Mm. This is why I used to buy like pregnancy tests and all of that shit in high school, like at the fucking Molly Stones, all the way far the fuck away, so I wouldn't see anyone I knew. 
Um, okay. This sucks for like a multitude of reasons. Um, like, I'm going to give her a pass for not saying my name because she said she's binging episodes and she might not have caught up to me being on the show oh, yet. Oh, yes. If you watch the video version, you saw our reactions. Mm-hmm. The gall. This is hard because you are not... Um, a lot of parents think of like when their kid grows up. Some parents are, that is still like my child. That is a literal kid. I will baby that person for the rest of my life. And then there are also some ones where it's like, you are an adult. Like, this is not your kind of business. And that's kind of what it seems like with your, what your parents are doing is that you are not really being treated as a child from a traumatic home. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, in that kind of sense. But at the same time, that kind of like compassion and understanding should be there. And like, you shouldn't be fighting in front of your kids, regardless of how old they are. Like, you shouldn't be like having all of this kind of shit, like blow up in your face and all of that stuff. And if they want to move past it, that is their prerogative. And if they don't want to hear you out, you can't force them to, mm-hmm. but you can cut them out. And like, if they can't meet your needs and desires and communicate with you and make you feel like heard and validated and all of that kind of stuff, like you don't have to put up with it. Like if you have specific needs and they aren't being met, it is completely valid to step away from the relationship or indefinitely or until they can do that. Yeah. I think I agree wholeheartedly with Megan. But if you would like something to be pissed about that doesn't have to do with the affair that he can hear you out on is that he was traveling a lot during the pandemic and away from this woman. I wrote that down. And bringing like her juices and all this stuff back into lung juices i should say back into your home and that's what if they won't hear you out about the affair then you can go in on him about that and get angry about that yeah i mean i would say i would have a conversation with your dad yeah I think from what you've said, your anger with your mom is towards the fact that like you aren't feeling validated and heard. Yeah, she I don't think your mom is the factor in this. No, well, I think the thing with your mom is like your mom is not validating your emotions and all of that kind of stuff. And that is like, yeah, it's not a mature thing to do. Yes, like, yes, this happened to you, but like your kid has been affected in all of this. And like in an ideal world she would hear you out. But I also think in that ideal world where she listens to you and she hears you, I don't think it's going to change any... She, there's nothing she can really say. Who you really have the like origin of this issue with is with your dad. Yeah, but and going on to what you were saying about your mom too, maybe she just doesn't want to live it again, live through it again. Yeah, but I mean, I think there is a responsibility like as a parent, um, if that kind of comes in there, if your kid is trying to talk to you about something and you just like completely shut it down and like, no, I'm not going to talk about that. Like, I think, I think it also depends on what you're saying. I think if you're like, you have to divorce dad, like he's the worst. And she's like, I'm working through this. I need you to respect my decisions. But 
at the end of it, like I, even I think if you had a conversation with your mom, like, I don't know what, I think you're still going to have these feelings. And like, like you said, I think like she's, it sounds like she's kind of working through this and trying to move past it. And that is not something that you are involved in. And like, I don't mean that in like a fucked up kind of way, but like that has nothing to do with you. What does have to do with you is your dad lying to Mm -hmm. you. And so I think that's who you need to like, I mean, if you have to ambush him, like, on like during like when he's like you know where he is or something or you just are like we're gonna have a conversation right now and i'm not taking no for an answer and have that conversation with him but i think ahead of time figure out what you're looking for in this because when we have like expectations or what we need from people and all of that kind of stuff, it can sometimes feel like oh they're shutting us out they're not doing any of that and all that is is them saying I'm not going to meet your expectations. I'm not going to do that. And that is not, there's nothing you can say to change my mind. There's nothing you can do. And that is when you cut your losses. Like at a certain point, if you are trying so hard with them and you are not getting anything back, that's, I, I, I think that that is not a, a relationship or a situation that is fulfilling and healthy and helpful for you and nor is that like a parental kind of guiding and like nurturing sort of relationship but i don't think that there's anything wrong with cutting family off at all um and again it doesn't have to be permanent and also i don't think there's anything wrong with cutting off family permanently there's like a lot of stigma around that and like this whole like kodak view and concept of like your nuclear family and like oh blah 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 I don't buy into that shit. Um, but, but also, like, on, on to go off that too, like, are you mad because they're not handling it in the way that you want them to handle it? Or is it the fact that they're simply, I mean, not simply, but it's, it's very complex that they're not taking your feelings into consideration or is it a mixture of both but if it's because they're not handling it the way that you would have handled it or you want it handled then you can't hold them at fault for that because they're their own people as well and i would want to know like what feelings what are your feelings Mm -hmm. like what do you want and what are the things that they're not taking into account with this because you should have never been involved in the first place Mm -hmm. and like you were involved and that's like no fault of your own. That's your dad. But yeah. What do you, what do you want and what are your feelings about this? Because I think if you want them to break up or I don't know, like, is he still with that woman? Cause it lasted for years. Yeah. And also like, was it an open marriage, but like not something that your mom was comfortable with you knowing, or yeah. was it an open marriage with like caveats and like specific things that were outlined in here that like this, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. wasn't this? And, she, I mean, you, you, you did happen to see him buying condoms, but for the rest, you went digging and found out the information. So oh yeah. Cause I don't think you're buying condoms to bring to Brazil. Right. That was like two. She saw the condom buy in two thousand eighteen, yeah. And then like 
when she noticed that her dad wasn't there during the pandemic because she moved home during the pandemic and she noticed that he wasn't there a lot. And so that's when she went snooping in his phone. Yeah. Because like, what was, why did he tell you guys he was gone? Yeah. And then your mom was just okay with it. So it sounds like she might have yeah. known and she got, she might have got upset because now you knew. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have different arrangements in their mm-hmm. marriages and all of that kind of stuff. And it's not, it's not your marriage. So you can't control what they do or how they react and respond to this kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And I think you also have to figure out like what, if you feel like you're being in the held in the dark, like what do you want? Like what more do you really want to know? Or is it in your mind? He betrayed my mom. He's a piece of shit. They need to get divorced Mm -hmm. and like we need to all cut him out and she's not on that same page yeah you also like are totally entitled to to have a relationship with one of your parents and not both Mm -hmm. would love to get an update on this and know um i think you should talk to chew out your dad for whatever you need to fucking chew him out for and maybe go to family therapy and then you can be on a neutral ground and say what you need to say there Yeah pretty hard to get people to go to family therapy if they don't want to yeah but i i think there's like you can talk to your dad and chew him out for like whatever but i maybe honestly though maybe actually maybe the first the person you talk to is your mom and you're like this is what like can i be clued in on like what's happening can you like and like from a judgment-free zone from you to like understand more and if that would make you feel better but your goal can't be to get her to be a certain to a certain outcome. Mm-hmm. Don't blame them time. This is where a listener will call in with their own advice from a previous episode. So maybe they have personal experience. Maybe they just love the sound of their own voice or they have something else to add. I'm Megan Melissa. I'm calling in for a Don't Blame Them for Season 8, Episode 7, about the caller um, whose husband wasn't respecting her boundaries in regards to nipple play. Unfortunately, I had a similar experience with my ex, but with anal sex. And no matter how many times I said I didn't like it or ended up crying because it was too painful, he would ask again and again. And it was easy for me to justify his actions because ultimately I was saying yes to it. But anything less than an enthusiastic yes isn't consent. I related so much when you were trying to downplay him, disrespecting your boundaries and not telling anyone. Like, I didn't even want to tell my therapist what he was doing because I didn't want her to get the wrong idea or what I thought was the wrong idea. I thought I was just too embarrassed to talk to my friends about anal sex. But really deep down, I just knew what my friends were going to say. And they were going to say how totally not okay it was. After getting out of that relationship, I realized that if you can't say what your partner is doing without polishing up and downplay and omitting stuff, it's not okay. It's not a, oh, you don't know him like I do. Like, if you can't tell the full story and it be acceptable, it wasn't acceptable. My heart was breaking when you started talking about how much you hated it because I've totally been there and I felt that resentment growing. But it's such a conflicting emotion because you love them so much. But if your partner doesn't listen to you explicitly saying the things you don't like, 
I mean, like they should be able to pick up signals because I don't know about y'all, but I'm loud in bed. So when I go silent, that's a pretty big cue. But anyways, on top of that, if you're outright saying it, that you don't like it, he just simply doesn't care. And that's all there is to it. It wasn't until after I got out of that relationship that I realized how traumatic it was. And I had to work through a lot of it in therapy and I'm still working through some of it, to be honest. But with a, with a partner blatantly disregarding your wishes with something as vulnerable as sex, like that's traumatizing. Now that I'm with a new man that fully respects me and checks in with me during sex to make sure I'm okay and having a good time, and he doesn't need to be told more than once that I don't like something, it's so amazing. You deserve someone that's going to listen to you and respect you because, really, that should be the bare minimum. Women really shouldn't have to gloat when they have a man that respects them because that they should all be like that, but that's a whole other man. Anyways, love the podcast. Y'all are the best. Bye. Yeah. Fucking yep. everything. Mm-hmm. Gold star. Gold fucking star. I'm not sure if the original caller is in our Facebook group, but we got a lot of people talking about this in the Facebook group, which I hope and I think beyond just our reactions, but to hear everybody else's to know that like like the like the up the um don't blame them caller said like this is you now basically have a group of friends who are telling you like mm-hmm this is wrong like this is not okay and yeah anything less than enthusiastic yes is not a consent it is not consent yeah so great update i am i hate that this is relatable for people um but i appreciate you calling in and offering that and i hope that the original caller is listening as well And seeing that, like, once you've come out the other side of that and recognizing um, how wrong that is and how that's not like a, a, like a quote unquote normal part of a relationship and how you can be in a much healthier and better relationship that is not involved with that. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you very much for sharing. And on that note... That is the end of our episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to call in, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. All of the same things apply at the beginning. H and over, have your parents' permission. Write everything down. Keep it right and tight. Under three minutes. Practice. Um, let us know your pronouns. And if you enjoyed this and you had a great jolly grand old time we would love if you left us a review on the podcast apple podcast store app app i was like (laughs) store (laughs) if you left us a review it brightens our day it makes everything wonderful and fantastic if you want to watch the video version we are available on patreon and if you just want to support the show make sure we can keep the lights on which is ironic because the lights are off right now if you're watching Very, very much off very much off you can join our Patreon. You can put in any amount that you want to uh, donate per month. You can also do a one-time donation. And we also have a $5 tier. Besides our $1 video tier, our $5 tier, we have live streams twice a month. It's literally like Zooms with your friends. We have a great time. They're really fun. If you're in the Facebook group and you're like hesitant about joining the Patreon, you want to ask people like, hey, what's it like? I'm sure. I can hope. Some people will get some glowing reviews. We have a great time. We are on socials everywhere. TikTok, 
we created one. Instagram. Our merch. I thought about this. Oh, go. You do it. So we've got some merchandise. <laughs> you sound like you're selling like sketchy shit from the drive of your car. So we've got some merchandise. <laughs> um, comes in three colors. <laughs> Rib nice for her pleasure. <laughs> baby blue. A nice pink. A nice slate gray. They're very soft, very durable. Very just like appetizing to the eyes. <laughs> Two of them say don't blame me, but in different fonts. Another one says therapy. The ones that say don't blame me are embroidered. The one that says therapy is screen printed. I feel like when you put your body in these, <laughs> you're going to be then, my fan. It's going to take you to another level. It's like, you know how we always say, like, when somebody's so obsessed with you that they want to wear your skin. Now you get to wear, don't blame me on your skin and get to be inside of it. Ew. So please. If you're going to fuck our podcast, <laughs> that's how you do it. So please. Take out your phone right now. <laughs> go over to don't blame me dot show or go to buy Melissa and Megan or go to either of our Instagrams and just tap your little finger on the link and it'll take you straight to our store. Enjoy. And I'm gonna pee myself. <laughs> I was like squeezing my legs. I was like, I can't. I can't. Uh, too fucking funny. Well, anything else? No. No, my presets are out. Um, Your birthday's tomorrow. I'll go wish Megan a happy birthday. Is that, I thought that was in the other episode. No, this is the second Holy episode. shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, my birthday's tomorrow. Everybody go wish me a happy birthday. Um, and yeah. We will see you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 